up everyone, this is Lan here with another episode of Cheeseheads Weekly. This is episode 33, and it is Tuesday, um, and I am stoked to talk about week one. We're going to talk about my week one reactions, I'm going to go over my bold predictions um, that I talked, that I posted on Instagram, more on that later, and then hopefully uh, I'll give some Saw three three players of the game on offense and three on defense. Let's jump right in here, right after I tell you a few things that would be good to to remember. Maybe that we have Q and A's and polls only on Spotify. That's where most of my listeners are. I will say that I am hoping um, before too long to get um, the show on Apple. Um, hasn't happened yet. I'm hoping to do that, um, because that obviously is popular, and I know some of you would like to listen to the show there. Um, so we will see what we can do there. Hopefully that'll happen before too long. There's a link in the description to send in a voice message anywhere, and on every episode, uh, you can send in a question or about anything. If we get enough questions, maybe we can do, like, a bonus episode, Q&A episode or something which would be cool. Um, the show is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Pandora currently. New episodes out every Tuesday. Hit the bell on Spotify to be notified when a new episode comes out. Rate the show. You can check out our website at greatcove.net slash cheeseheads. You can follow the show on Instagram at cheeseheads underscore weekly. Uh, I've been posting lots of stuff about lots of highlights and uh, different stuff on that account. So that would be, um, you can follow me on Instagram and check that out. Um, uh, yeah, tell your friends about the show. Um, that would be great. Um, probably about the best way to spread the word about the show. Uh, so it would be great if we could get you to do that, at least. Uh, so, let's get right into it. I'll start with going over my bold predictions. Um, the day before, I made three bold predictions. And number one was that Malik Heath would um, presumably get the start. I'm not sure anyone really got the start. In fact, I saw Dontavian Wicks out on the field pretty early on. I'm not sure who officially got the start, but they were rotating guys around, which I love. They were rotating tight ends. They had all kinds of different guys out there on the field mixing it up, um, and I was totally fine with that. Malik Heath had one target. Uh, the pass was a little bit behind him and uh, wasn't able to pull that in. So, no, he did not catch five passes for over 50 yards and a score. Um, that one seems a little bit silly looking back on it, but, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, Jordan Love had to pass to someone, he did pass to someone, and it wasn't exactly, yeah, it wasn't Dontavian Wicks really either, I think he had a, at least one target that I saw, um, but yeah, a few passes to Jones, one or two to two Ray, a couple, a few to Reed, um, a few to Dobbs, you know, yeah, just kind of spreading that ball around. A couple to Musgrave. Uh, it was more than a couple. It was at least three um, to Musgrave. Uh, um, 
feud to AJ Dillon. Yeah, just really spreading that ball around. I like to see that in their first game. My second bold prediction was that Aaron Jones would have over 10 targets in the passing game um, and that he would have a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. This was the closest one to being true. He actually did get a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown, but he only had like three targets in the passing game. Um, so kind of stinks. I was really close on that one. If I would have just taken out the 10 targets part, I would have got it. Um, but yeah, Aaron Jones had a big game. Um, and number three, Rashawn Gary gets a sack. Here's the deal. I knew he was going to be on snap count. He was. They played him pretty much only on obvious passing downs, like third and long, stuff like that, where he could just get after the quarterback. And uh, he played, what, 12 snaps? Or was it only 10? I think it was 12 snaps. He had five pressures. Okay, yeah, he had 12 total snaps, 10 of which were pass rushing snaps. And he had five pressures, which is incredible for that amount of snacks. Uh, for that amount of snaps. And uh, he, at one point, forced an incompletion, hit Fields' arm as he was throwing it. Um, he had a sack that was negated by penalty. He had another near sack where it was just, you know, Fields being elusive, who slipped, he just kind of slipped the tackle. Could have almost had another sack there. Rashawn Gary could have, that I noticed in the highlights. Just an incredible debut. Like, obviously, that's not gonna, he's not gonna get you five pressures on the quarterback for every ten rushes after the quarterback, but... Uh, that is just incredible to see him back, you know, seemingly at full strength already. Obviously still in the limited snap count, could be in the next few weeks, but i tell you what, once they get him back, it's going to be great. But the rest of the D-line was amazing. They had pressure on the quarterback the whole time. Yeah, like I said, Gary should have had a sack. That was the one I thought was most realistic, and it certainly was realistic. He made it realistic. Just didn't quite happen. Uh, so... Yeah, definitely a really great day um, by the Packers. Um, offensive line, defensive line, they played physical, they played aggressive, they played fast, they were swarming, they were making the tackles, not a ton of missed tackles. I'm not sure. There was not many. I did not see many. I think maybe Kenny Clark missed one that I saw when I was watching the game early on, but I didn't even watch the full game. Um, there were not many missed tackles, and I saw some very nice-looking tackles, you know, ones that are tough to make. They they did, they did made them, uh, and that's great. Um, they created turnovers. They were just swarming. They didn't let Fields um, run too far, run all over them. 59 yards um, is not bad at all, considering what we know Fields can do. Um, yeah, just... Um, an amazing performance in the trenches. They played very physical, and that's what we've been seeing lacking a lot of in the Packers game, especially on defense, is that they cannot, um, they need to win the game in the trenches, need to play physical and aggressive. They hadn't been doing that, and I tell you what, kudos to Joe Barry getting this group ready, getting them out there. I'm very excited to see what they can do. In the previous week ones, we didn't see anything like this. There was a lot of improvement needed to be made, and that was when we had Aaron Rodgers out there, you know. Um, I think that's a testament to, 
you know, Joe Barry's leadership, you know, he's motivated to get out there and uh, make some changes. Um, I really liked how that went um, and how they played, like I said. And then um, just, I mean, the way everyone's willing to rally around Jordan Love um, to make plays for that guy really is a testament to his leadership as well. And uh, they gave the game balls to Kenny Clark and Jordan Love. Um, so that's incredible. Those two guys were great, great leaders on both sides of the ball there. And uh, really excited to see what they can continue to do. So the game uh, was, I didn't even mention the score yet, 38-20. Uh, to 20. Uh, They absolutely dominated the Bears all three phases. Obviously, every single game, no matter how good the performance is, there's a few. There's always a few things you can nitpick, but to be honest, there is not very many, and that is pretty impressive for Jordan Love's uh, debut as the starting quarterback in Green Bay. Um, really, really impressive, and they did not even have Christian Watson on the field. Um, just really great. I mean, Gary wasn't even out there that much. And the the line was great. Lucas Van Ness had, I think, five pressures as well. Um, great debut for the rookie as well. Um, had a sack. Um, a very impressive-looking one. Chasing downfield, showing off that athleticism. And just being able to bring him down, you know, that's always a problem um, as well. But, uh, yeah, great play by Lucas Van Ness. He's showing up. Um, just, yeah, lots of... Lots of rushing the quarterback, and they're deep at edge rusher, so I'm not worried. I'm, I, yeah, don't rush Gary back, you know. Uh, once he is back, it's going to be incredible, though. Um, yeah, I just kind of hope it's not a fluke, you know. Whenever you see games like this, it's like, uh, are we? Is it gonna? Is it gonna work um, in the next few games as well? But uh, really excited. Uh, Quay Walker had a pick six in this one for one of the turnovers. I believe they forced a fumble. I think uh, it was Devontae Wyatt and Kenny Clark um, forced a fumble on fields as he was trying to run up the middle. Um, they sealed that out, forced the fumble, and it was recovered by Green Bay. Um, uh, there was a turnover on downs right at the beginning. They really – it was – Third and one, and then fourth and one. They stuffed them both times. Really great stand by the Packers there. Um, just really great. And they actually stopped the run, too. Held them to 3.3 yards a carry. They had a few nice runs, but other than that, there was not much happening. They had a lot of stops behind the line of scrimmage, right around the line of scrimmage. Darnell Savage, man, showing up for the safeties. I sure hope he can keep this up. Didn't miss a tackle. Had three run stops. Uh, ten tackles total. It was excellent against the run. I hope he can keep that up for the safety group. Um, Alright. So, let's, let's go to the players of the game, I guess. And that will give you a little bit more analysis. So, my top three players of the game on offense. Number one has to go to Jordan Love. This guy was fantastic. And uh, here's why. I mean, he led the offense. He was in command of the offense. I mean, just from the beginning, I was like, man, 
it's not even that much different. It's not like I was on edge the whole time. Oh, boy, is he going to make a mistake? Is he going to make a mistake? No, I was not. I wasn't thinking of any of that. He looked in complete control and command of the offense. Did not look at all overwhelmed. Didn't look like uh, the decision-making was horrible. Like I was just waiting for him to throw a pick. No, he looked fantastic. I uh, went 15 for 27 for 245 yards uh, and three touchdowns. He was sacked only once. The protection was pretty good um, the whole time. Um, his uh, quarterback rating was 123.2, and uh, that's a good that's a good quarterback rating, especially in your first 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 real game here as the Packers starting quarterback. Great game by Jordan Love. Uh, had three rushes for 12 yards, you know, moved a little bit, did a little bit with his legs, not a ton, but, you know, did what he could, and yeah, that was incredible performance, I mean, not, not incredible, okay, it wasn't perfect, he missed a few throws like before, but he was pretty much as, as advertised, or better, at least, as the Packers, by Packers standards, better than advertised, and probably most people, by most people's standards, by the NFL standards, uh, yeah, missed a few throws. I mentioned he threw behind to Malik Heath. Uh, a few throws could have been better at one. One they it was a a little bit of a botch snap. He picked it up, and Luke Musgrave was wide open. Could have easily been a touchdown, but he just picked it up, chucked it, and it was a little high. Luke Musgrave had to jump for it. Um, which I don't blame Love at all for that one because, um, yeah, he was wide open and. And it was about snap. He was just picking it up and get it, uh, ra- uh, getting it away. And uh, credit to him for just seeing that and being able to uh, create a big play out of that. Um, number two on the list, I'm going to put Romeo Dobbs in there. Um, now, on the surface, doesn't look like an amazing game. He had four receptions for 26 yards, but he had two touchdowns. And also a key third down conversion early in the game in clutch moments. I was like, yeah, watch Dobbs here. And the big third down and 13, boom. It's right to him for the first down. They get third and goal um, in the red zone there. I'm like, oh, watch Dobbs. Sure enough, it goes to him. Um, yeah, that was great. I uh, would love to see that for sure. Uh, yeah, Dobbs showed up in clutch moments, as did Love. Um, very clutch plays, and they were great in the red zone on third down. Um, number three on the list is Aaron Jones. He had nine carries for 41 yards and a touchdown, as well as two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown, including a 51-yard catch and run and then a 35-yard um, score on a reception as well. Great game by Aaron Jones. Could have been better. He exited early then. And, uh, yeah. Exited early uh, with a hamstring injury. That was on that uh, 35-yard catch and run for the touchdown. Kind of came up a little bit lame there right right as he hit the end zone. And uh, I think it was a hamstring injury. Definitely something to monitor. Um, they do have A.J. Dillon. And, I mean, Emmanuel Wilson seems pretty capable as a runner as well. So, 
I'm not too worried, but obviously Jones is a big-time playmaker, and uh, you love to see him on the field, so hopefully he can get healthy. But, yeah, don't want him to be... Don't want to rush him back, though, either. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my offensive players of the game. We had some explosive plays to Jaden Reed. Two, he had two receptions. Both of them were were pretty nice, pretty nice plays. Uh, Samori Toure had a 16-yard catch, and uh, yeah, that was that was about it. You know, but uh, still 245 passing yards, and yeah, they did what they had to through the air and rushed the ball, and really good play designing. I really liked the the way the offense looked um, with Matt Lafleur. Lots of lots of motion, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, pretty pretty awesome stuff there. Um, dialed up by Matt Lafleur. This is his offense completely now, and uh, I'm pretty excited to see what. Uh, what he can do. All right, on to the defense. We have number one. I'm gonna put in here Quay Walker. This guy had two stops against the run, so he was solid otherwise, and he had a game ceiling pick six, and it was an incredible pick six. If you go to my Instagram account at cheeseheads underscore weekly, link to it in the description. Um. You can check out. The, I have a clip posted. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Just make, he looks like he was uh, born to be a running back, except you know a pretty big one. You know, bowling ball type of type of guy. Uh, but great play overall by all the defensive players. But obviously a splash play by Quay Walker was pretty awesome. Uh, number two, I'm gonna put Devontae Wyatt in here. I was very happy with this guy's. 2023 debut. It looks like he's taking a significant step forward. I hope he can keep this up. He was solid against the run, which is the big thing, you know, because we know he can he can he has juice. He can rush the passer, but can he play the run? So far, he's been able to. Um, uh, he also led the team with six total pressures, including a strip sack, and. That was the one I mentioned earlier. Him and Kenny Clark sort of combined there. Um, he had one and a half sacks, um, the most on the team. He was um, pretty impressive. I was very happy with his debut. And they were crashing the pocket from all sides, you know, interior. Uh, Carl Brooks had a sack. Uh, Kobe Wooden had some pressures. They were really going at it. Um, yeah, the interior D-line looks deep. It looks very well, especially um, when it comes to rushing the passer. Um, but obviously, they did good stopping the run, too, so hopefully they can keep that up as well. That's the main concern at this point. Uh, number three, um, I guess I'll put Darnell Savage in here. Um, I could put Russell Douglas, could put Rashawn Gary. Uh, Savage made 10 tackles, 3 stops, excellent against the run, um, like I said earlier. And just, I like that he played well because we need the safeties to play well. We need Savage to play well. And I'm very happy with how he performed. Um, very nice performance from Darnell Savage. Uh, as a bonus one, I will give you my uh, special teams 
player. And, I mean, I could actually go either way. Daniel Whelan was pretty good, too. Had a 68-yard punt. Unfortunately, it was a touchback, but just a boomer. And uh, he did have one inside the 20 um, that he pinned in there. That was a very nice one. Uh, and then I'd like to mention uh, Anders Carlson, the rookie kicker. He's been really up and down, not not great. I mean, it definitely doesn't really have Packers fans excited, per se, I wouldn't say. Uh, but man, oh man, uh, he does good. He's been pretty good in games so far, and he continued that. was 5-for-5 five five on all kicks. Um, made all four extra points and, and a 52-yard field goal. He played really well and I hope he can keep that up as well. Um yeah. You can check Packers wire out for some not so good players. Um I guess I won't go over those. Um I guess I could give you, you know, three that were not that great. Keyshawn Nixon was not very good. He let a gave a touchdown pass up to Darnell Mooney, uh, missed two tackles, uh, and gave up a team high seven catches for 60 yards. Um, Carl Brooks he did have three pressures and a sack, but was not good against the run. That is the concern with kind of him and Kobe Wooden. You know they're good. At, we think they can be really good at rushing the passer, but can they stop the run? Uh, that's a big thing. Uh, Jonathan Owens was not very good. Gave up two catches in the fourth quarter. He didn't get the start, though. It was Rudy Ford who got that, and he actually was worse. Missed two tackles. Had a penalty. Um, so the next safety there is still definitely not in the greatest position. Maybe someone like AJJ can emerge there. Anthony Johnson Jr., the rookie. Um, but again, he's a seventh-round seventh pick, so... Um, Josh Myers is someone to watch, you know, his job status was a little bit up in the air to begin with. He didn't give up a pressure, but he was the team's lowest graded run blocker, and they did have two botched snaps. Um, whether that's all his fault, I don't know, but, uh, you don't like to see botched snaps, for sure. We saw a lot of that through training camp, so hopefully he can get that cleaned up. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, hopefully next week I did not end up getting my playoff bracket done, who I'm going to have uh, projected to play in the playoffs, but um, hopefully I can get that done here in the future. Um, but that is it for today's episode. Looking forward to week two. Um, as far as my predictions, my week two predictions, I kind of uh, forgot about that. We quite honestly don't really have time to go over that and it is a little bit early for that i might do another bonus episode later in the week or else i'll probably just like post them on instagram or something uh so we'll see how that goes but uh packers will be in atlanta to play the falcons and i'll just tell you right now i predict that they're gonna win that one um as well it could be closer the falcons did not have a horrible game themselves in week one but uh yeah, I think the Packers win that one, and uh, maybe I'll break that down a little bit later. Who knows? Um, but that is all for now. 
Thank you all for listening. Tell your friends about the show. Rate the show. Check out the website. Um, Links to all that stuff in the description. Check out the Instagram account. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. (laughs) 